0: Each. hello my lovely goth girlfriend sirens and ghosty dudes i am princess weeks and i am tessa netting and you're listening to the geek podcast your one-stop shop for fandom combos pop culture media and all the things you love wwd what would wednesday do each week, we skim the
1: surface of what's popular in geek culture, then deep dive into the lore of a Netflix world bigger than
0: our own. Today, we are finally, finally covering the long-awaited Wednesday, the kooky treats that we have all been waiting for because we love the Evans family here. And as long as it's autumn, it's spooky season. That is true. Da-da-da-da. Had to do it. Uh, and we get to sit down
1: with Hunter Dewin, who ends up being... A crazy, twisting, incredible character. That was one of my faves. Spoiler warning, spoiler. Don't want to say anything else, but he was amazing. And I can't wait to hear your conversation with him, Princess.
0: It is going to be amazing. I love it when we get to surprise our audiences with all of our, our fun interviews. But first, Tessa, I have to know, what has got you geeked this week? Well...
1: I like seeing everybody's reaction to Wednesday, Mm -hmm. uh, and everyone is loving it just as much as me, so it makes me happy, and just, you know, the internet is internetting, and everybody is doing their own little Wednesday dance, so now I want to do it, because everybody (laughs) else is doing it. I was like, I want to join, so I'll probably do that. At some point because I want to do the dance, too, because that was literally my favorite part of the whole show. So I'm I'm glad that I'm not alone and everyone else agrees that that's the best part of the whole
0: show. So you were ahead of the curve. You're a trailblazer. (laughs) I am
1: a trailblazer just because nobody else had seen it yet. But I appreciate it.
0: So what about you, Princess? Well, I've actually been hanging out a lot with my partner, and she has gotten me into the show B and Puppycat, which is oh. the reboot series of streaming on Netflix. I had never heard of it. Apparently, it used to also be, like, a YouTube series or something like that. But it's just this really surreal fantasy with, like, these magical girl elements and, like, all these really great Voice actors playing all these weird roles. My friend Natalie Wynn uh, voices one of the warlocks in it. So it was just really fun to watch something light and fluffy. And I just love, like, Netflix's animation department Agreed. really well. Like So, like, I've been doing a lot of comfort watching because, uh, you know, the seasonal depression is about to hit. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I've been watching just, like, anything bright and shiny with a little bit of depth. So, like, being Puppycat... Hilda, I've been rewatching on Netflix. So yeah, I've just been re-watching comfort shows., uh, that is always the best,
1: especially at this time of year. i I don't know what it is about just the fall, but I just want to rewatch. I don't want to watch anything new. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just want to rewatch everything. I want to rewatch like all the Harry Potter movies, the Star Wars movies, the like every single, like, uh, holiday-themed episode that there ever was I want to watch. I want to watch all the Christmas movies, all the Halloween movies. It's like, nothing new. Yeah, <laughs> I've had
0: enough. <laughs> yeah, we don't need any more stimuli. Like, we re-watched for Friendsgiving. We rewatched Knives Out. And I was just yes. like, I was just like, Chris Evans, you blue-eyed scallywag. <laughs> I just, probably his best performance. Uh, I agree. Of, like, him and, that and Johnny Storm, like, bring back Douchebag Evans. Like, I agree. I'm like,
1: he is a great villain. He is great at just being like the worst. I love it.
0: Yeah. he's got so many great comedic chops and like energies. I'm like, do that more. Like be himbo Evans. That's what mm-hmm. the world needs. So yeah, that's what's got us geeked. but now we're gonna get back into the true reason for this episode Wednesday. All right, all right, my weird family. Before we get into it, let us tell you what Wednesday is about. While attending Nevermore Academy, Wednesday Adams attempts to master her emerging psychic abilities.
2: Nevermore was created as a safe haven for our children to learn and to grow, no matter who or what they are.
0: As you do. Stop a killing spree and solve the mystery that involved her parents 25 years ago. So it's a mystery, it's spooky, it's fun, coming of age, all the good things. Mm-hmm. But before we get into our discussion about it, we're going to talk with Hunter Doohan, who plays, spoiler alert, our main villain of season one, Tyler. Well, first of all, Hunter, thank you so much for being on here with us. It's such a pleasure to meet you. You are definitely playing a Tour de Force character in Wednesday. Well, first, let's talk a little bit about you. Like, where were you when you found out that you had gotten the role as Tyler on Wednesday?
2: I was at my... Husband's uh, mom's house, and she does not have service (laughs) where she lives. And all of a sudden, I looked down my phone. I had five missed calls from like my agent. I was like, I was like, oh shit! And so then I ran outside, and it was like late at night. The grass was wet. I was in socks, and I finally like ran up to a spot where I could get service and got on the phone with them. And I was pretty sure it was going to be good news, but you know, as an actor, you need to hear the words. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then they told me, and I was just like outside jumping up and down. Then I came inside and we opened a bottle of champagne. It was a great night.
0: That's so amazing. That's so magical. To, yeah. And Mazel Tov, I, I follow you on Instagram, so Mazel tov on your nuptials and everything. It's so uh, exciting. Thank
2: you. Thank you so much.
0: Where <laughs> <laughs> Had you been a fan of Tim Burton's work before you auditioned for it, or wasn't it you kind of caught up, caught up with afterwards?
2: No, I definitely was a fan of his. And then it was really fun, like, revisiting a lot of his stuff after getting cast, though. Cause I was like, I don't wanna, you know, know what I'm talking about when I got set.
0: Were there any that you really walked away, like, that you really found yourself enjoying to revisit?
2: Um, yeah, I hadn't seen Edward Scissorhands in a really long time. So that mm-hmm. was really fun to revisit. Same with, oh my gosh, Sweeney Todd. Um, yeah, yeah. I saw Sweeney Todd, I think, when it like came out. And it was just really fun to go back and see that.
0: Awesome. When you were auditioning, did you know the twist already when you were reading for the part? which was that was developed later.
2: It wasn't developed later. I didn't know at first. And then right before the final audition, I kept asking for more information because there was a lot of things that were like alluding to in the this, in this script. And they were like, well, in just this scene, just know he has a dark secret. And I was like, is, <laughs> is it the secret? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a pretty good idea and then I, so I tried to just like play with that a little bit in one of the scenes and then yeah, they, Alan Miles, we had a phone call afterwards and they kind of gave me the full rundown of my whole character.
0: Oh, that's so fun. Like I feel like playing the villain is like the most exciting bit like that you're that you're the entire time playing it like, oh, I know something you don't know.
2: It was so fun. And I always say like it was like I got to play two characters, but I only got to play the real one and the second one uh, for like three scenes.
0: <laughs> but they were great scenes. Like it was like the way that the way that your entire like body and attitude transformed because the entire season, you are this very sweet boy next door, you know, coffee serving sweet face. And all of a sudden it's like, no, I'm gonna I've been murdering everyone.
2: <laughs> coffee serving sweet face, I think is my new Instagram. Bio. <laughs>
0: No, it was very charming. Uh, what was it like? Were you, did you and Jenna, you guys have really great chemistry together. Did you guys think, chemistry test? Or did it just kind of organically happen as you guys worked more together? You
2: no, know, we did have to do a chemistry read, but it was over Zoom.
0: <gasps> oh, that's so hard. It was on top so of hard.
2: It. Yeah, but... I mean, she is just so amazing that I, I'll just give all the credit to her if, like, she could have had chemistry with anyone.
0: <laughs> no, it was it was definitely a mutual thing. I, that's so interesting because so many people have talked about how, like, Zoom definitely plays an impact in sort of, like, the first process. So what was it like for, like, for on you guys' team working with, like, the COVID stuff and trying to, like, build this world but also trying to make sure, you know, keeping everything together?
2: Yeah. Um, well, my first audition was just like a self-tape I did at my house. And then, uh, then there was just really one other round and it was the final Zoom. And Tim was on there and I had to do a chemistry read with Jenna and with Percy. Ooh, okay. um, and Percy and I used to have a few more scenes together that ended up being cut out of the script because I think it made Tyler look too suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so then once I got cast, uh, Jenna was still here in Burbank in LA. And so I we found a time to get together and grab coffee before we even went to Romania so we could, like, at least okay. start our friendship before like, flying across the world.
0: Oh, my God. You guys filmed in Romania?
2: Yeah. Oh, you didn't oh know that? My, yet. I did
0: not know that. Oh, my God. That's insane. What was that like?
2: It was crazy. I mean, we were there for seven months.
0: Jesus.
2: Jesus is right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, in a, so in the middle of a pandemic, you get, like, this huge break. And it's so exciting. It was like, you got to go to Romania for seven months.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, it was because it was COVID. Like Bucharest was shutting down at like 9 p.m. every night for the first Mm. four months. And then.
0: Obviously, this was such a huge experience from other sets. Um, But what was kind of your favorite thing or your favorite thing to do on set while you guys were getting ready or just performing?
2: It was really fun because when we did some of the group scenes, because a lot of times for me, it was. Either just me and Jenna or just me and Jamie, who plays my dad in the show. Mm-hmm. So anytime I got to do like you know, the school dance scene or the stuff in the finale, like in the woods, or when they have me chained up, like <laughs> it sounds <laughs> funny. Like, I love being the, the being chained up. I love uh, being chained like, <laughs> like, up. I got to like hang out with all my friends for a change. It was so fun.
0: Uh, your character is sort of like, even though it's the outsiders are the monsters, you don't get to attend like the supernatural school. Right. If you could. Do you think that you would be hanging out with the sirens, the werewolves, the vampires, or the gorgons?
2: I'm going to go sirens. I've been saying sirens this whole time. I've been saying
0: that too. Really? (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, they just seem, they're so powerful. Like the fact that they can control people's minds if they need to. And then the, I mean, I think I always wanted to be a mermaid a little bit. Mur-man. Yeah,
0: they're the best. <laughs> mer person, all, all of it. Exactly. <laughs>
2: We're all gingers under the water here. <laughs> right. Just a mer
0: icon. Just you. Know. <laughs> and if you could pick any character to kind of like, that could have been like your roommate if you had to have your Enid. Who would it have been for you of the characters? Oh my god,
2: my Enid. I don't know. Can you choose thing?
0: <laughs> oh my god! Yes, absolutely.
2: They're <laughs> like that'd be so helpful. Everyone needs right? a little someone that can run around and do their bidding for them.
0: Absolutely. Everyone needs a friend. (laughs) And as someone who is such a, you know, an up and coming talent, was it, were you nervous at all about sort of like coming into this like Netflix show with all of that on top of you with all of this? Like, what was that transition like?
2: Yeah, I mean, it was a lot of pressure just going into it, knowing that it was the Adams family, Mm -hmm. everyone knew that. And then, you know, Jenna's already such a star and... Uh, you know, Tim Burton, I was so intimidated. But then once we got there, the pressure definitely eased off because everyone was so great to work with. Mm-hmm. And I just, I mean, I felt so supported and I could go to Alan Miles about anything. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't hard when we were over there. I mean, it's crazy now to people are, you know, starting to say like, Oh, you have no idea what's coming in the next like six days and the show comes <laughs> yeah. out. And I was like, Listen, I can't even, I can't talk on something I don't know about, so we'll we'll see. But yeah, I mean, I definitely felt the pressure when we were getting ready for it.
0: And I think you did a fantastic job. I mean, like I said, it's like you have to be like the romantically, the sweet guy, and then also have to like be suspicious, which is, I think, the hardest thing to have to
2: do. It was was so fun to do that transition into the, to like, you know, Nobody gets to one-up Wednesday Adams, and to get that little moment was so cool.
0: That's so cool. And you get to, I think, have some of the fun scenes with Christina Ricci, which I feel like yeah. I was jealous of you for that. I was just <laughs> like, you know, as a 90s kid, I was like, oh, like, that's definitely just so
2: yeah. One so of those awesome. fun days was when we did all the little flashback scenes, like kind of filling in how, uh, you know, Laurel Gates had transitioned Tyler into the Hyde. Mm-hmm. And so we did, like, them meeting at the coffee shop, and we were doing all these stupid improv lines about, like, me handing her the coffee, and, like, she was kind of, like, flirting with me. And I was like, oh, God, Christina Ricci's flirting.
0: (laughs) I know. Oh, my gosh. It's like flirting with an icon. It's like that's so – (laughs) that's.
2: And then, like, being chained up naked in a cave with an icon.
0: (laughs) Exactly. It's just like like, I never thought it would be like this, but here we are.
2: (laughs) And then I picture it so cold. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Oh my gosh, that's so exciting. Well, we are a geek podcast, so we like to ask all of our our guests, what is something that you geek out about? It can be a movie, show, cooking. What brings out your inner
2: geek? Oh, uh, definitely other TV shows. I got super into, I mean, I was a huge Game of Thrones fan, so I was super into House of the Dragon that just came out. (laughs) Loved that show. Um, I just started the second season of Young Royals, which Ooh. was like taking me back to being in Romania because I watched the first season while I was there, and like I love that show. Those like the two main actors that um, play the main roles are so good. Mainly, it's TVs and movies for me. Like I just saw Barbarian. Love. Oh, that. I st-
0: I still can't wait to see that. Yeah. Oh yeah. But thank you so much for your time. Congratulations again on your nuptials. And thank you so much for being such a cool character with Tyler. It was super fun watching you be a hide. And I cannot <laughs> wait to see what you do next.
2: Thank you so much. Thank you.
0: Well, Tessa, I want to hear what you're, you're wearing a black sweater right now. So I feel you should lead our conversation <laughs> about Wednesday and tell everyone what you thought of it. Oh, my goodness. I
1: am obsessed with this show. I absolutely loved it. I think this was other than Stranger Things probably my favorite show that I've watched all year on Netflix. Everything about it is what I love. Every every single thing, every like I didn't know that it was going to be so like detectivey mystery like mm-hmm. that sort of element so adding that like on top of the Adams family which I already loved and then also adding on I again I don't know if I'm just, like, a moron. I did not realize that, like, the Nevermore Academy was all, like, Edgar Allan Poe references. Bitch, I am a slut for Edgar Allan Poe. I was like, this is my shit. Not only is this all Edgar Allan Poe references, this is all Adam's family. Like, this is a detective story. So it's, like, a mystery and it's just like the writing was so good it was so funny there was like certain one-liners that I thought were so clever and literally made me laugh out loud some of the things that like Wednesday said and some of the other characters said are you feeling okay
2: you look a little pale please excuse Wednesday she's allergic to color oh wow what happens to you I break out into hives and then the
0: flesh peels off my bones.
1: I loved just, like, the costumes. I loved the sets. I wanted to live, like, at this academy. Like, there was just so much that I loved about this show that I just fell in love with it
0: immediately. It was so, you know, I grew up, like, loving Tim Burton's work. So it's like, as he's gotten more famous and likes to make money like his aesthetic keeps <laughs> changing and this very reminded me of sort of like his older work a lo- there was a lot of Edward Hand vibes and how like the town is set mm-hmm. up and everything I love Jenna Ortega in it I thought that she so was phenomenal good. so like I'm I'm obsessed with her I really didn't know of her because you know she's so <gasps> young and has been in like <sighs> I knew she- I knew she was in Jane the Virgin because I saw that, and then I finally saw when I finally saw the Scream Six, I mean Scream Scream Five, Mm -hmm. where she played Tara Carpenter. I was like, "Oh, this little young lady has a talent." And so so when I saw her in this, she was a pitch. Perfect in this, and I have to say, it was seeing her as Wednesday was just so good. Seeing her besides Christina Ricci was just also great. Yes! I love, I love Christina Ricci having this revival of playing just like creepy women wearing glasses. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just providing so many cosplay opportunities for you, Tessa, truly.
1: Hey, hey I'm I'm blessed. <laughs> uh, I'm just blessed over here just being a white person that looks like a lot of other white women. But uh, it was one of those things where... I like so I I knew it was her immediately because I was like this mm-hmm. is what she's going to say so obviously she's going to be the secret villain and and it was one of those things where I was just like waiting and waiting and I just loved like her turn but also like talking about Tyler like his turn was so, like, great. I don't know what it was, but the way—hold on, he said something really specific, and I was, like, screaming. Yeah, he said, what does it feel like to lose? And I just, like, yelled. (laughs) I was like, oh my—I was screaming. I loved it so much. I was like, shut the fuck up. This is the (laughs) best— I just like I that is so delicious. That is so delicious. I love it. Can't it's gonna be in a million fanfics. I'm I just it's great. So great. So like I I love a good turn. I love a villain turn. So I loved both his and um hers, his and hers. I love any any villains that want to pop up, I'm just like, great, let's 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 bring them on, especially in the Adams family. I was like, Are you kidding me? This this show is gonna be full of villains. Like, everyone's horrible. Like, this is what we want.
0: (laughs) I loved whenever they would bring back something from, like, the comics or other things. Like, when the scene where her and Pugsley are, like fishing oh, yes, but it's by, grenades. Is them throwing grenades yes. love that yeah i love like even the small things of like catherine zeta jones's morticia like putting a flower on it but taking the rose part out mm-hmm. like all those little touches i'm like that's what makes it adamsy and like mm-hmm. and and the fact that like you know her parents are you know fundamentally good people just very very goth uh <laughs> love that at first i was like it's both funny and weird to like have like a a teen Adams family show. But then it also makes a lot of sense. It reminded me of that scooby Doo movie where like they're all raising all the like children of like the little ghosts and mm. Dracula and everything like that. Like there's so much fun to be have when you have like supernatural dark academy stuff. But I think the added mystery really made it really interesting. Yes. And I thought that was a lot of fun. I just really liked all of the like little gothic touches. The the post stuff cracked me up uh-huh. mostly because I had just watch the South Park episode (laughs) where, like, the goths turn into emos and they summon the ghost of Edgar Allan Poe to like figure out what's going on and he's just out here being like, uh, posers. So like every time they put up Poe, I was just like, uh, posers. Oh my God. But it was a lot of fun. I loved, I really loved Luis Guzman as Gomez. I loved him. Oh my he's God. He's perfect. Yeah. In the role. The casting he was, was so phenomenal. Great. This whole show. It was really good. Overall, I, I loved it. I loved Obscene where Wednesday is digging up a grave and she's looking at her nails she's like no darling i don't know <laughs> ma- when you your fun i'm just like uh
1: oh the the little touches that parent. they all did were so brilliant like mm-hmm. the, the whole adams family all of them like all of them did these little things if you like i want to re-watch it and just re-watch like those specific characters because i'm sure there's things that i didn't even notice because they all did such little little things in each scene and i'm like this this just, like, makes it so much better. It's just mm-hmm. so brilliant. One of my—I just have to mention this because this was the line that made me laugh the hardest out of every line oh, in the show. So it was at the—episode the, uh, the episode 8 with Eugene, <laughs> which, oh my god, this boy. So it was when he was in the hospital, and then Wednesday comes— And she's like, I'm so sorry that I didn't, you know, I I should have been with you the whole time and not gone to the dance. And he just so seriously says to her, like, when the dance floor calls, you got to answer. And I just... I have never laughed (laughs) that hard from any—I just, like, burst into laughter. I thought that was the funniest—it was the funniest delivery to me. I don't know. I was just—I was—I was was gone. That just sent me, so I I just want, like—I want to mention that because— kid, you nailed it. That was so funny. That, like, I can just imagine them, like, shooting that and then being like, we got it. (laughs)
0: Like, that's so funny. No,
1: it's like, that's like one of those epic line reads where you're like, no notes. Right, exactly. You're like, this is the perfect delivery. I also want to mention that Wednesday is such a good detective, and I think that's why, Mm -hmm. like, like such and maybe not good but like interesting and mm-hmm. I, I think that's why this show was so good and so good as like a mystery sort of have having that mystery element mm-hmm. it, it's almost like with sherlock and i want to say like you know my my sherlock because that's the sherlock that i know <laughs> sorry mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, princess. Sorry, I'll,
0: I'll I'll let you have it.
1: Sorry, princess. But this like th- the reason why I loved my Sherlock Benedict boy is because of like these weird little things that he would would do, or because like his character was so intense. Like it was so his. Basically, like, how he interacted with people was intense. You didn't know how he was going to—he was like an asshole. He was an asshole, so you didn't Mm -hmm. know how he was going to react to people. You didn't know how he was going to take the situation. But he was brilliant, and he had his own specific way of seeing the world. And I think Wednesday Mm -hmm. is the same way. Like, you know, she has her own way of seeing the world. You don't know how she's going to interact with people. And she is very, like— She doesn't think sometimes. She just does. She's like, okay, I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to like, this is first thought. Let's go. Like, okay, we have to find this person. Let's do it right now. Like, so that's Mm -hmm. very interesting and very cool. And also she's smart and brilliant. And like, you know, and she's not afraid of blood. So like, she's just such a good detective. (laughs) It makes sense.
0: She's morbid. Well, <laughs> like. yeah, no, she is. She is very good. Although, like, I feel like she's my Sherlock also does mysteries, but it's okay. We're talking about your Sherlock this time. No, and I was gonna bring up her Watson is Enid. I yes. love Enid. So they have the whole relationship between her and Tyler and Xavier, and the whole time I'm like, these are very nice white boys. I'll care about this. Oh my god, I don't want this one hundred. I was like her and Enid. Yes. that is. They're, like the scene yep. where like they like break up and they like, oh go my god. Each other. like they're and they're like walking across the room talking about how they say, hate each other. Like this is like wicked. Mm-hmm. Yes. What <gasps> is this feeling so sudden? And
1: you, know, I, was like, I <laughs> never clocked that. Oh my god, it is wicked. Yeah,
0: she turns into a werewolf to save her best friend. That's
1: amore. It's perfect. I loved it so much. Princess, that can be our um, Halloween costume next year.
0: Let's do it. Okay. Sounds
1: good. I'll be blonde next year so it'll
0: work out. Yeah, you'll be back to your, back to nature. Nature will heal. (laughs) Back to blonde, yes. (laughs) And you can have those, the the long claws that she has when they go.
1: Yes. I thought of
0: you when I saw those, I was like, that's how Tessa wants to look every day. (laughs) Honestly, it's like those nails
1: that she had, like the rainbow really, really long nails. I'm like, I've had these (laughs) nails before. Yeah. You're like, is she in my closet. <laughs> yes, I loved her. By the way, I was like, I'm obsessed yeah. with her. She is me. I like love everything about her. I loved just like their dorm room aesthetic, uh, especially like the window, how it was like half rainbow yeah. and half like gothic, and also just obsessed
0: with Wednesday wanting to be a writer and her like with her typewriter. Yes, I have a typewriter too. So Ooh. I was just like, me too. Go. She's like when she was like, I'm in competition with Mary Shelley. Yeah. I'm like, aren't we all, bitch? <laughs> Aren't we all? I literally, the other day, I was looking up, like, Charlotte Bronte. I'm like, she wrote one book at 29 and then died. I'm like, legend. <laughs> <laughs> literally, Princess, when I was watching this, I'm like, this is us. You're yeah. Wednesday, and I'm Enid. Makes sense. It makes sense. And I would definitely, but I would never kick you out. I'd be like, no, Aww, we're going to be fine. Thanks. I, I would Love.
1: I would go wolf for you any, Absolutely. any day.
0: Absolutely. Aw,
1: love you (laughs) any day. Oh my gosh! Also, with the wolf and the
0: sheriff, daddy, I was like, "What is this Twilight?" (laughs) I know, I know, I know. It was so funny. (laughs) I was just like the hide stuff, especially. I was like, "This is really interesting." Like, I I did like all the touches. Like, I like the siren stuff. I'm glad that they made it so that like the. Bianca character got a lot more layered as it goes on. I'm like, please don't let them be fighting over this. Like, yeah, I Again, I no agree. shade to the cute to the cute little boys. I was like, please don't be fi- please don't just have this be the whole show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I totally agree. Also, Gwendolyn. Just showing yes. up in every show, killing it. She was so just being good gorgeous. In this. Oh my mm-hmm. god. She nailed it. Just I and I didn't know she was in this. I for some reason did not clock that she was in this and she just blew me away. Also I liked how there were the different... So there were four cliques. There's the fangs, the furs, the stoners, and the scales. So it's like vampires, mm-hmm. werewolves, and the gorgons and the sirens.
0: So, mm-hmm. princess, where are you going? Wh- where do you think? It's so weird when there are not witches where it's like, True. what do I want to be? Because that's usually, I'm like, I'm where the witches are. And mm-hmm. whatever Wednesday is. Because I'm right. like, what is Wednesday? I'm like, Justin Adams. Geez. Just an I'm an Adams. that's really makes sense. I'm just Wednesday Friday, Adams. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, you're like I'll uh, take another I'll take another day of the week. yeah, I'll just I'll just be Saturday like Saturday. <laughs> But if I had to choose between those clicks, I think I would probably do siren just because I like the idea of using my words to influence people. Think of all the influencer powers I could have <laughs> if I could actually do that. I'm going viral oh, my all the time. <laughs>
1: I mean, if you wanted to use it for influencing, then yeah, Siren would definitely be the way to go there. I would just have to choose Vampire because Empire, that yes. is my destiny and I'm still waiting. Uh, even though I love Enid, werewolves couldn't do it. Can't, can't, not a dog person, always a cat person. And I don't like being outside. So, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, whenever they show Yoko, the vampire character, just sitting around with sunglasses, I'm like, I understand. <laughs> I see. Here's the thing. I do like a vampire is usually always my second choice. Like if I had to be anything besides which I'd be a vampire, except some things you can only do in the daytime, and I don't want to limit myself. You know what I mean? I don't want limitations. True. I get that. I get it. Or just have a really good umbrella. You know, I'm just like just
1: everywhere parasol. I feel like vampires of this day and age figured that out. They must have yeah. some sort of way to get around it, you know? I don't know. Yeah, like the SPF 100 right, exactly. or something, yeah. <laughs> right, we have the technology. We need to talk about Thing. Uh, <gasps> I was obsessed the whole time. The moral um, center, um, yeah. Oh my gosh. When Thing got stabbed, I was like, this is t- <laughs> this is too
0: much. <laughs> Take thank it Thank God back. for Uncle Fester. Yeah, thank God for Uncle Fester. Thank I was God. like, I can't deal with this. And it was just like, it was so chilling just because it was like I was like, I've never thought about how you could kill. Yes, absolutely thing not before. Mm-hmm. No, hated it, and so it was very upsetting and triggering. I don't like it, no. but loved thing. <laughs> don't do it again. Yeah, he thing was great. They are just like truly one of the most iconic pieces of the Adams Family yep. lore. And I'm like, Lurch is great, but you can do without Lurch, but you need thing. So I liked him being her little accomplice, yes. side 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 chick hand. Um, I'm very pleased with how that character turned up. I also, I have to say, like, I really am glad of all, like, so I know Tim Burns gotten into, like, trouble about not having a lot of diversity in his movies before, which well deserved, but I'm very glad that he, like, definitely elevated that in this thing because it is so much more diverse than anything he's ever made before. Mm-hmm. So I'm very glad that he, like, stuck to, like, making the the Adamses Mexican and, like, having that be their origin story and, like, putting that in the canon. So I was just very pleased by, like, how he did actually manage to, like, do it consciously with who, who he picked and everything. And, like, I really loved just seeing that evolution of him as a creator to finally being like, see, you can make everyone goth. <laughs> everyone can be goth, yes. Everyone can be goth.
1: The only thing that I'm, like, kind of bummed, why did they release this in October? <laughs> I, like, this is such Halloween vibes that I would have just, I'm I i going to rewatch this next year, like, at Halloween, because that's I think, when I would yeah. always watch Sabrina, and it would make me mm, like yeah. uh, it got me such in the vibes. And this just like made me miss Halloween, especially because I I kind of miss Halloween this year anyway, because like too many things were happening in my life that I had to miss it. So this just like made me even more bummed that I missed it. I was like, this is just giving me all the Halloween vibes, and Halloween is over, damn it, and I don't want it to be over.
0: It doesn't have to be over in our hearts. This is
1: why Thanksgiving sucks.
0: <laughs> well, also, I feel like the reason why they made it in Thanksgiving is because it's like the pilgrim stuff. Oh right. Which I'm like, which I was like, oh. yeah, because I think it's like that's where it takes place, and I'm just like, uh. hey. but the whole theory of the show is that pilgrims suck. True. Which that's what I'm is saying. Accurate.
1: Maybe it's, it's we accurate. can reclaim and switch over Thanksgiving and turn
0: it to Adam's family like spookiness. You know, agreed. Well, every Thanksgiving I watch the Adams Family Values movie where Wednesday gives that whole speech about colonization and how much the pilgrims suck that's and right. burns everything down. Yes. So I just feel like that is oh, my oh, they did Thanksgiving it on is a second Halloween. Okay,
1: okay, okay. okay. We're okay. taking it back. You know, we're what? taking it back. <laughs> I take it back. That's really smart. That that's a good vibe. That's a good move. Everyone, this was on purpose. It was a good idea.
0: They did it on purpose, guys. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everything's going to be okay. <laughs>
1: For everyone that was just like me, it's okay. We we didn't see it, but it's there. It is there. I also loved the like secret society and that they had to do the snaps. I
0: loved mm-hmm. that. I know that's like That was so good. I don't know. It was one it's, of those things. It was cheesy yeah, as it's cheesy it. as fuck, <laughs> but also the Adams family, like the Adams family is essentially a wholesome product. They just love each other so much, they just happen to live in a very weird world. I will say the one thing that I missed, because they made it like a school for outcasts, Mm -hmm. is I missed just the more of the dichotomy between, like, the normies and the you know what I mean? Because everything kind of had the same... Because one of the things that Burton was really known for is, like, the color palette between those two different environments. I felt like that was not as much as I would have expected. Like, it's, like... The the filter and everything for Nevermore is the same as in the town, right? And usually he would make have a separation, been more boring, right? Yeah, usually he's very good at having like a separation mm-hmm. and set design between I agree. them. I don't know how much of it was like his creative direction and someone else's. But that's one of the, that's one of the few like critiques I notice is like it has Burton charms to it, but I felt like. But did he have a lot of, you know, if he had more creative, more time to just make it a little bit more wonky. Because even I was thinking about, like, the design of the school. Like, usually he would do something to make it look more narrow. I also just kind of wanted to be animated. Like, the whole time I was like, mm. you know, this is really great and I love it. I wish it was, like, had a little bit more animation in it. But that's just because I love stop motion and just animated stuff in general. Hey, you could do an animated Adam's
1: Family and have a live action Wednesday thing, you know? Yeah. Bring it on. I say like do all the do Adams all. family things. <laughs> Bring <Yeah>. it all. <laughs> give it to give it all to me.
2: All
0: right. So let's move on to our one more thing. My one more thing is when tiny goth children tell you that there is a monster in your school, just believe them. You know, if they're making it up and you and you get a little egg on your face, oh well. I'm totally like you live in a in a spooky goth school. Yes. If if there she's saying there's a monster, there's a monster. Believe believe the children sometimes, just sometimes though. <laughs> just sometimes.
1: Uh, my one more thing would have to be. Actually, I'm gonna say another quote. From Wednesday herself, because I again I thought this was so good that I had to write it down. I already have a mother and a therapist. That's enough torture even for me. Oh
0: god, yeah. That was real.
2: <laughs> Too real. Every single okay,
1: now. <laughs> god bless Wednesday. I know. <laughs> if you like us follow us you can find the geek podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and for those of you who cannot get enough of us which I don't blame you let us know in a five star review pretty
0: pretty pretty please we will even read it out loud on the show because we love validation we do so thank you and the Geek Podcast
1: is hosted by me, Tessa Netty. And me, Princess Weeks. You can find me on TikTok,
0: Instagram, YouTube, anywhere on the internet, at Tessa Netting. And you can find me on YouTube as Princess Weeks, and on Twitter, as long as that exists, at Weeks Princess. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Too Twitter. Real. Okay, y'all. We are nearing the end of the year, so that means we will be taking some time off to hang out with our respective loved ones. You know, count all the corpses in our mausoleum. But we aren't done yet. The next time you hear from us, we will be talking all about Glass Onion, a Knives Out of mystery. Keep an eye and an ear out for that, preferably with a magnifying glass. See you then. And until next time, happy holidays. This is a Netflix Geeked and Spoke Media production. Kelly
1: Kolf is our producer. Reyes Mendoza is our associate producer. Delora Patton
0: is our coordinating producer. And a special thanks to Carson McCain. Sound design and engineering by Evan Arnett, who also composed and performed our original theme. Our executive producers are Keisha TK Dutez, Brigham Mosley, Aaliyah Tavakolian, and Keith Reynolds. To stay updated on all things Geek, be sure to follow at Netflix Geek on Twitter, Instagram, and the TikToks. Thanks so much for listening. Goodbye.
1: Bye. Da, 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 da.